Welcome to the We Love Gaming Podcast, episode 61. My name is Godly Sovereign, and uh, if you are new to the channel, I would like to commend you for being such a smart, brilliant person. Um, and being the smart person that you are, I would recommend that you go ahead and subscribe for more of this awesome content. And, um, you know, if you are a gracious person, which I know you are, right, um, you should definitely hit the like button. Um we are here to talk about games. It is another hot day in sunny California, IA. And uh, I'm not here to talk about games alone, no. I, of course, have the Thousand Game Slayer, Ray, a.k.a. Sir Knight. What's good, man? How was your weekend? It's good, man. It's really good. Uh, playing lots of game this, games this week. Uh, also, just really enjoying those Summer Olympics. You oh, yeah? Know? Watching quite okay. a bit of that, you know. Uh, for lunch and dinner, just kind of, you know, sticking tight on the Olympic Games. It's been really fun to have those back again. All right. Uh, you know, but otherwise, man, it's been actually just a really chill week, you know, getting baby things ready, you know, once again. Uh, shout out to, to Danny Boy. Man. Shout out to Dan, if you're Danny watching this, boy, man. man. Young Asher. New, yeah, Young congrats. Asher. Congrats. Congrats, man. Uh, otherwise, yeah, chill. What about you? Well, before I get into it, uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that the Patreon link is below if you would like to help support us. Um, also, a merch uh, thing down there also, because we got a couple of these fly-ass shirts, you know, so if you want to check them out, uh, by all means. And uh, basically this week, man, uh, I found myself uh, getting like a little bit of time here and there during some of my breaks um, and, and playing some games, uh, but pretty much just chilling. You know, it wasn't too, wasn't too crazy or hectic. Um, still trying to work on the backyard and, and fixing things up. So yeah, yeah. I was doing that, trying to uh, start uh, so I can finish my game room. You know? <laughs> so every week, every week is like I'm trying to finish. I'm trying to finish. Yeah. yeah. I really haven't been doing anything in it. I just been getting preoccupied with other stuff. So I just been slacking. But yeah. it's just like. Damn, man, I want to get in there because I'm getting tired of my man corner. I'm trying to get my man cave popping. Right. Maybe move the, uh, the podcast into there so that way we have like a little more eco-friendly, mm -hmm. uh, you know, area or mm -hmm. whatever. Absolutely. But, yeah, that's about it. Um, Stray, the trailer uh, just came out, uh, a new trailer um, for it, and it seems like it went into a little bit, a lot more in-depth um of the game to give you a better idea you know before we saw a trailer but it was just a small quick trailer and it didn't really give us much detail you know we just saw the cat in this world with robots right we don't know totally. where it's going or what yeah you know but this one you know gave us kind of like the you know the step-by-step -step, the procedure whatnot a lost cat just trying to look for his family you know comes across the robot the robot helps him to communicate with these other robots in this world to try to narrow down where his family's at um I was actually surprised when I saw this. You know, before when I saw Stray, I was not really impressed. It's like, okay, a cat simulator, you know what I mean? Like, you know, where where's the uh, enticement in right. this, you know what I mean? I got to wait to see something else. Um, but, you know, as they were showing it, I'm like, okay, the cat can jump. It can do these things or whatever. It's like a puzzle. It's like a puzzle game. Um, so you're just trying to figure out how to get through the world by utilizing the stuff that's been given to you. And that you can move or manipulate as a cat. So that that part is, you know, it's cool, whatever. 
But then I, I, I was getting really interested when I saw that there's actually like combat. Like an RPG sense. aspect where you're getting abilities. Yeah, you're like, getting yeah. the robot. You're able to actually increase the robot's abilities. Right. And then you're also able to combat and help the creatures of this world, these these robots or whatever, from this, whatever this thing is. This corruption or is. something yeah. along the lines, yeah. yeah it's infestation mm-hmm. of some infestation, sort or whatever. Yeah. So um, it seems like it has quite a few layers in it. And, and I thought it was even more interesting. You know, so that's what I how'd you feel about it? That's what I thought. What was most interesting to me about the trailer, there's two things. For Mm -hmm. one, when they first started, I was blown away by how well it looked. Yeah, it did look beautiful. I was like, this is like, it looked really nice. It was crazy good looking. I was like, dude, this looks next gen, man. Like, I wasn't expecting that from, it's like an indie game, Mm -hmm. right? I wasn't expecting that quality of, of beauty and realism it looked real almost like that cat walking down the the alleyway i was like dude this is like this is like an unreal engine 5 tech demo like this is stinking crazy pretty yeah like i was really shocked by how well it looked and then yeah how they just layered in their aspects like they started off with like puzzling Mm -hmm. and like the cat moved so well and it very it was very intuitive like, yeah, this is what a cat actually would do. Like, even though, like, we're using a human brain, like, the things the cat was doing was, it felt like this is also probably what a cat would do. Like, it was pawing at things, and, right. like, it fell into the, whatever, it fell down into something. It's like, dude, that's totally, a cat would just paw things, and it would fall down. Like, from an outside observer, it could almost look like a cat's just fooling around, and things are happening. Like, there isn't, like, a mind behind it controlling it. Like, right. the cat's just doing cat things, and things are unlocking. And so I was like, that's really really well done how they made that feel like a cat doing cat things but at the same time you're controlling it with the human intelligent mind behind it right and then yeah when they upped it again i was like wow because you know i haven't played tales of innocence but i know like largely you can't really fight back Mm -hmm. like it's largely puzzling yeah. So I was wondering if, like, you know, when they introduced it, the infestation or whatever, and you're running and jumping and way, I thought it was going to be constantly that. You're just kind of constantly dodging and running. And, and it's yeah. like even even the combat encounters are puzzles in the nut of themselves, just like, you know, Innocence would be. Yeah. But then they, one of them say, about Plague's Tale, right? Plague's Tale is right. kind of like even the combat encounters are still kind of like puzzles. Right. You're not meant to go in there and make a choice to, like, or like in. Kill everything. Kill everything, right, like yeah. in uh, Assassin's Creed. Right. You can, like, choose to do this stealthily or you can choose to go in their guns blazing or you can do a combination of both no you're stuck dude you're stuck stealthily you have ways to like fight to not just die but you're never going to go in there and wipe everyone out and go guns blazing right that's what i thought stray would be but no he wiped everything out Mm -hmm. like he got a weapon and an ability that was so strong that he could destroy waves and waves of those guys where it was like another option right like a combat option and it was a very creative way. That little robot was popping off, and it was like his little buddy. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's how you can communicate with the robots. That right. was so dope. A translator, I was like, yeah. Yeah, and it was like a, you know, like a Pixar. You know, you know how that little, little buddy that follows right. you around in Pixar is like. Yeah. It was like a little super, Wally or something. Little Wally, around. yeah, following you around like a little pal. And you got this backpack. It was like adorable. This cat with this little backpack. Yeah. And this little guy's flopping out and unlocking things and i was like dude this is so cool so like it really got really fascinating really quickly and uh that trailer did a lot of good for its its stock for sure i'm interested so um uh we still haven't did we get a release date for no it said 2022 so we know it's next year yeah so i mean unfortunately we have a long time to wait for it but i'm definitely uh 
way more excited to see more of it. You know what I mean? And I mean, I'd, I'd hope that there'd be a demo for it, but probably won't. That seems like a great game for a demo. Yeah, it would. It, f- it would fit just a demo really well. Yeah, like just to experience just the feel of the spot. cat and the puzzling. Yeah. I agree. That'd be a great game for a demo. Yeah. So um, that's definitely something uh, to look forward to. I mean, obviously, we're going to have a plan here. Yeah, um, you can see but, it. But, you know, definitely, uh, you know, be on the lookout for that one. And we'll definitely be on the lookout and feeding you guys more information once we hear some more from it. Um, for the next topic, uh, we're going to make this super brief. Uh, but they did showcase uh, Halo Infinite's multiplayer um, out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they gave they like preview a tech, for, preview, yeah, tech preview, preview or something like that. Um, you know, my quick synopsis of it, like it, it didn't look like anything spectacular. It didn't wow me. Uh, it looked like nothing new. The only cool thing that I saw was the little uh, grappling hook or whatever that you could use to kind of traverse or grab items uh, so that they were coming to you instead of you going to it. But other than that, I saw nothing special about this. It, it didn't like, ooh, I can't wait to play the multiplayer. You know what I mean? It's like almost like, uh, so what? You know, for me, but that's how that's mm-hmm. how I felt about it. How'd you feel about it? Somewhat similar. I will say this: like, if you love Halo, mm-hmm. then I think you're going to be excited by this because it's just more, more, it's just more Halo. Yeah. Like, there wasn't anything there to draw someone like me who, you know, may be tired of Halo and like want something new and different. So for me, it didn't really draw me in. To me, it just felt like it got more twitchy. So now I like I have this thing to deal with, this thing to deal with. Like I have a grappling hook I can use now. Just more things to worry about and more things to twitch and react to. That turns me off even more. Yeah. Like, so for me, and on top of that, I just wasn't too impressed really by how it looked. It just looked like Halo to me. But I mean, before we saw that, you know, they went from shit graphics to okay graphics. Yeah, it's okay so. graphics, and I'm sure this will be in 4K, 60 FPS on Xbox Series X, yeah. and it'll be clear and crisp. But it doesn't really look like anything new. I'm still looking forward to seeing how the campaign comes out. Like mm-hmm. the multiplayer aspect, I was interested in. I think it's cool that they're showing it off. There are people playing it right now, pros testing it, playing it. And yeah, it looks like Halo. If that if Halo excites you, then this probably excited you. But it just looked like it got more complex and harder for someone like me to try to get into. Yeah, know? it seemed like um they were so forthcoming and willing to show you the stuff from the multiplayer because it's free. How yeah. are you gonna com- really complain? And right. Then, we don't have to make it that pretty because you're not gonna be focused right. on how shit 100%. looks. You're gonna you're right. to kill stuff. Yeah. You know what it's I mean? free. But so I it's just, hard to complain when it's free. Yeah. You're just like, cool, more Halo. But to yeah. be honest, it's like we were hoping this is that next gen leap. This is your new next gen like game. Even though this runs on the series, like they a lot of some of the footage they showed was an Xbox One. Mm-hmm. And so that's always the struggle for me. This goes back to when we were talking a long ago about the Series X S being a bottleneck right. for the X. If you're trying to go back to the Xbox One, that's a major bottleneck. You're never going to get something that could next gen. Yeah. You know, and so it's a bummer. For sure. So um, on to uh, the next. Well, actually, I believe that was the last of the quick shots. So um, the. Oh. Units. There was one more. There was one more. I'm sorry. Uh, There was 10 million units. Uh, sold that were PS5 exclusives that were first party titles. Well, um, they sold 10 million PS5 consoles. 10 million consoles? Yes, 10 million PS5 consoles have been sold. Okay. As well as 
all the game number sells for the consoles. So the PS5 became the fastest growing console in history. Mm -hmm. No consoles reached 10 million before its first year's up, right? right? So that's pretty incredible. Also, they sold 5.6, was it 5.6 million Miles it was Morales? 6.5. 6.5 oh, million uh, Miles, Miles Morales uh, for a PS5. PS 6.5 for Miles Morales. 1.1 million for Ratchet and Clank. Right. 2.2, I think, for MLB The Show. Yeah, yeah. I and then 560 for... Yeah, about, I think it was like five around 526,000 units. So around like 550K for Returnal. Right. So that seems low. I don't know. That seems low to me mm-hmm. because when you see 10 million units sold, we don't know what Demon's Souls sold for. We were speculating this before the show. Is that because they don't have ownership of that studio, Bluepoint, so they can't release those numbers? Um, or is it, are they hiding them? Did, did Demon Souls not sell that well? Like, is that possible? Is that be, it'd be weird to me because when I look at this, I think to myself, when I saw the PS5, what got me hyped about it were the games, uh-huh. Demon Souls in particular. So I really wanted to buy a PS5 because I wanted to play Demon Souls. Right. Right. Mark included, you included. And I know we talked about this when the PS5 was launching that we weren't even sure if it was worth buying a PS5 because there really wasn't any games to play, really, except Demon Besides Souls. Besides one, yeah. And so we weren't really that hyped. Well, come to find out, it doesn't seem like these PS5 games are really selling that much, apart from Miles Morales. But Miles Morales was like cross-gen. Like you could buy it on a PS4. We're talking about Demon Souls, Returnal, Ratchet. These games, Returnal and Ratchet in particular, can only be played on a PS5. That's it. Right. And if you have 10 million people out there who bought a PS5 and only 1 million bought Ratchet, I mean, a million units is a great... It's a lot of units. Yeah. But when it's only 10%. It's a very, very small 10% amount. of the users bought it, and it's even only, it's only 5% of the users bought Returnal. Yeah. What I want to know is, what are y'all playing? Like, what are y'all playing on your PS5s? Yeah, for the ones that were able to get it. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we know that number is, you know, I mean, essentially, it's like every person that bought a PlayStation 5 at least bought one first-person title. I would think. For it. That's what it looks like. That's, I mean, if you got 10, minute, 10 million units sold, and there's 10 million units of games sold, that's Well, we don't know if there's like 10 million units of games sold. Well, I'm saying of PS5 first-party uh, exclusives. So well, I don't know what, if it adds it up to be. that. It was very close. The 10 million it. was the number of consoles sold. Mm-hmm. That's what that number was for. Right. And then you have like, yeah, maybe it adds up. I mean, if 6. you got 6.5, 7.5, 8, and then maybe 2 for Demon Souls. Well, two you had million, 2 for, for MLB. Or 1 million for you Demon Souls. You had the Soul. 6 for Miles. You had the 1 for uh, Ratchet and Clank. That's 9. Then you got like... Uh, uh, the five, you know, almost like half half a mil for Returnal. That's real close to the ten. You know what I mean? So, so your rationale is everyone just bought one game and stuck with it. I'm I'm just saying that like it it seems as if like if you're trying to put the numbers together, it would seem generally that at least uh for every console sold, there was one first party game that was bought with it. You know, one first party PlayStation game, well, regardless of whatever they bought else. Among that, just PlayStation, you know, it was one for every console that was sold. And that seems small, but, I mean, we see the pickings for it. It's not 
you know, it's not great. Like, see, not, that's a, what would make not me a lot of games. think that whenever a game did launch, then it would just sell a lot. You would think so. Multiple millions. Because yeah. there isn't anything else on it. So I'm like, I'm thirsty for a PS5 game. So when, when, Turn- when Ratchet launched or Returnal launched, I wanted to buy it because mm-hmm. there's nothing. I want to play something that's meant for my PS5. Yeah, but at the same time, you've we've kind of experienced like uh, all across the spectrum. You know, like like it's continued across the spectrum. So you have Demon Souls, then you have uh, Ratchet and Clank, you have Returnal, um, you know, MLB the Show. If you want to include that, Spider Man. Like they're they're not none of them are like the same type of game so it's like if you were really into you know souls like games demon souls is your thing if you're into just like a fun game that you can go and you know pop in and pop out whenever you want to play it ratchet and clank you know what i mean if you just really wanted to play spider-man you know that type of you know rpg-ish type of game or whatever you know that's what you i'm just saying why would you buy a ps5 if you weren't planning on buying the ps5 games like if you're planning on just continuing to play fortnite why why buy a PS5? Like why, why did you then my 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 question would be why why did you make a PS5 if you weren't going to make PS5 games for it? It seems like there my, should be more. That's my question too. You made everything that's available for PS5 and PS4. I totally you agree with that. You don't have PS5 exclusive. I totally agree with so, that 100%. I feel like I just the think people that, just bought the PS4 game version of it instead of buying the PS5 version of it or something. Well, like that. that's only true with like Miles or, you know, MLB the show, but with Ratchet and Returnal in particular, you couldn't get a PS4 version or right, a Demon Souls, we even, don't know Demon Souls. They didn't even sell that much. I mean, I know that's what's but, shocking yeah. to me. That's what I'm so like shocked about is like how does 10 million people buy a PS5? That's a, a lot. Mm-hmm. How does 10 million people buy a PS5 and don't buy the PS5 games for it? Essentially, no one's buying the PS5 games, essentially. I mean, like one I, out of ten of y'all bought yeah. Ratchet. Like that's nobody. But I mean, if we look at if that's we close look to at zero. <laughs> if we look at the two minimal games, right? The 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 two lowest games, Returnal and Ratchet and Clank. Right? I've never played a Ratchet and Clank before. I just got it because I felt like it would be something that we can talk about on the show. And I and it was the only it. PS5 game that came out really in a long time. Right. And and I enjoyed it. But normally I would not have got it. I would have seen it and I'd been like, okay, cool, it's out. You know what I mean? But I wouldn't have got it. So there's probably a lot of people who just weren't interested in that type of IP, you know, to get that. That's totally fine. But then why would you buy a PS5 then? Because you knew you knew Ratchet was coming out. Mm-hmm. You knew the, the games you're going to get to play on this thing. Here, you know them already. Rat, uh, Demon Souls, Ratchet, Returnal. We knew those were coming out in the first six months. But you also so thought why, that. If, if that was, if you had no interest in playing that. Why would you go buy a new console then? You also thought about that Kenna. You thought Deathloop. You thought like a bunch more of these games. Yeah, but why would you get it within the first few months? Back. Why not wait a year? Why did you get it now? New hotness. That's what I'm saying. The new hotness. You know what I mean? Like it's the new thing. You want to try to grab it. You was able to uh, get it. You know what I mean? Lucky enough to get it or whatever. Then you know, boom. But you know, like Maybe. you said before, it didn't. It didn't matter if you got. So just it or like not, a sheep notion, like, like everyone's got to get it. So I got. Yeah, I'm bored and get one too, kind of thing. No, more so like. It's, it's hot, so I gotta it's get one. It's new, so I gotta get it. Maybe, you know, yeah, FOMO. I don't know. Fear man. of missing out, man. All about that. <laughs> yeah, that's like my like the shit mentality. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Maybe that's a lot of the times. That's what. It, that's all it is. <laughs> that's funny because I got it because I wanted those games, mm-hmm. right? You know, I wanted but Demon Souls. We but we wanted a lot more of the other games that we still have not gotten. 
Sure. I we know. I felt like that was we were misled on Horizon out. and God of War in particular that I didn't think um, we, I thought we were going to get. Mm-hmm. And now we're not going to get. So I feel like we, yeah, they did sell us a bag of goods that wasn't entirely the full bag of goods. So maybe that's part of it. But I'm just saying we knew, I knew I wanted to play Demon Souls. That's really what puts me over the edge, right? Mm-hmm. Is like I wanted to play a bad you know, like I really wanted to play that game. It was worthy enough for you to buy a console. Yeah, I really wanted to play that game. And now ain't much else out there. Because we were torn. You and I were torn on whether we should get a new one or just stick with our PS4. We were like, maybe we just stick, you know, and wait. You no, know? I wasn't torn about wanting the new PS5. I mean, immediately. I just, I just you didn't wasn't, it like I wasn't about day. to pay resale prices for it. Like, I wanted it, but I'm, I'm not about to get ganked for it. You know what I'm saying? So I'll wait for it. It's not the end of the world. You know what I mean? Like, where I'm going to just hash out $900 for a digital console. No, you know I, mean? I would never play retail. But I mean, like, I was unsure if it was something that I even really needed to worry worry at all about getting. Mm. Like, do I need to even worry at all about buying this console at all? So Because the, the, it seems like everything that's coming out is going to be on the PS4 anyways. So the fact that you got the increased speeds on, like, load time and stuff like that wasn't enough to just, like, sell Just you that and that alone wasn't. The mm-hmm. games is what sells me. Like, well, the games are always what sells me. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so, basically, no. And did I wasn't going to get... you have get... a PS4 Pro? Yeah, I had a Pro. What sold you on the Pro? The Pro... Uh, if probably, you already had the PS4, what sold you on Well, the Pro? probably because I wanted to just upgrade my console. Okay. You know? So. But that wasn't that wouldn't be enough for me to... What I mean is... You wouldn't is want it was, to upgrade your console again. If I had to fight to get a PS4 Pro, uh-huh. fight tooth and nail, then I'll just stick with what I have. That's more so what I'm saying. Okay. It was a hard deal to get a PS5. It was hard. The reason why I fought to get one because I wanted to play the games that were coming out on it. Okay. Like... If it was only going to be a hardware, I'm not going to go fight for that. That's what I'm trying to say. Sleep out at GameStop. So if it had been PS5 level hard to get a PS4, you would have never gotten one. You would have just if it was a PS5 one. level hard to get a PS4 Pro, then I probably would have waited. Mm. I probably would have waited on it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't hard to get, so I can't. I can't. That wasn't even an option in my mind at the time because right. it wasn't hard to get. Right. It was easy to get. So I, I'm saying, I'm assuming had the same situation occurred and there was this mad shortage uh-huh. or this scarcity issue like we've never seen before, then I probably would have just said, forget it. I believe I probably would have been like, nah, I'll just wait until it's like, because I'm not getting anything else but like better graphics. Load times didn't change between PS4 and PS4 Pro. No. You just got a little bit better graphics. Yeah, but so. I'm still, it, it just seemed like it was just an upgrade, a console upgrade, right? That's that's right. all it seemed to be right now. Yeah, you got a couple of games that you can play on it specifically, mm-hmm. but it's just been a console upgrade, you know, a gameplay upgrade type of thing. That's what it's boiled down to, you know, with the with the games we played. I'm, I'm, I'm playing PS4 games right now, so... You know what I mean? It's Same literally here. just a console upgrade. That's mm-hmm. all. That's all it really is. And they've made it that way because they have not produced enough PS5 only games. I don't know. I don't know why they're just insisting upon making all of these games available on the PS4 as well. I mean, I guess it's because they know how scarce the thing is and they're just trying to sell as many units, but it just seems like you know, you all of the digital consoles that you will eventually sell, people are gonna wanna buy PS five games. They're gonna wanna catch all the ones that they couldn't catch before. So it's like why wouldn't you just, you know, make all of the games that you the new ones or whatever 
on PS5. And then it's like eventually people are going to buy them and they're going to pay full price for them. Well, what I'm thinking too is like, well, my another thought I had along the lines of what you're saying is Miles Morales sold 6.5 million copies. That isn't even, that's a little, that's a little over half. That's 65% of the total PlayStation 5 player base. Yeah. So why not just, if, if you can't even get to 10 million when you have the PS4 version of it, you have 10 million users already. So why haven't you already kind of transitioned to pr- producing games, right? Mm-hmm. For the 10 million you you have. Only 1 million people bought Ratchet. Like, you're not missing out on a lot of sales, I don't think, anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I, for me, I really do wonder, like, how much better would the sales have been if you could get Ratchet on the PS4 too? Probably not that much, of, that much better because you had Miles on both the consoles, and that's, like, one of the most popular IPs on the planet, mm-hmm. Spider-Man. And only sold six million. I just don't think I would assume a lot of those are PS5 versions. Yeah, probably well, most of them. I think I believe that these were the bundles, right? They were all bundled too. Yeah, I'd have to look and see like how much Spider-Man PS4 Miles Morales was, just was sold all together, right? PS4 and, PS5. and which one on each? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But my mind is like, dude, if you can't even reach your max player base, that would be the concern for me. Like, let's say, dude, like <laughs> you're selling like almost ten million copies. You're like, shoot, man. I wish our player base was bigger so we can sell more, right? Like your player base, clearly in my mind, like your player base isn't really your bottleneck. So just release games on this. You have lots of users, like you're saying, launch games on the PS5 only, man. (laughs) Yeah. And I that would probably get more people to buy the system too. You'd even have more sales. Although I think every single console that's available is being sold. I don't think... There's a single one on the shelf. So, yeah, every one they make is sold. But. Yeah, every one that touches ground is getting bought. Now, who's who's buying it? That's a different a different uh, conversation. It's probably exactly what you said. Fear of missing out or whatever, right? No, I'm just saying I'm, I'm thinking the scalpers are the ones that are, are poaching. Oh, and that too. It touches. that too. You can't really get your player base. Yeah, that's Which true. is also another issue because... That's a good point. 10 million How many of those 10 mills are in players' hands? Yeah. yeah that's a good point. There's at least like, you know, a million or two that are just sitting in somebody's... Right. In people's garages. How many are actually be sold, being played? You know, yeah, how many that's are a good point. Logged on mm-hmm. and being used. Yeah. I would like to see the PS5 user amount yeah that, logged in facing that logged in yeah, user active that, user uh with uh you know the games purchased then i'd like to see it so yeah you know if, if let's say let's say eight million players are out there for the ps5 but you sold around 10 million units of ps5 games then we're talking we're having a whole different conversation because people have bought more these than one games right yeah. they bought more than one title but we're only looking at units sold i still think one million is really low for ratchet that seems really low to me it is really low. even if it's eight million user base even if it's eight million active users that seems like very few people went out and bought that which i think is kind of a shame because it's a really great game Mm -hmm. and if you have a ps5 what does the 70 dollar price tag have something to do with that i don't know i just don't know what's preventing people from buying that game because it's such a good game yeah so, I mean, uh, definitely down below in the comments, let us know what games, if you have a PS5, what games you actually Yeah, what do you like it. playing on your PS5? Also, yeah, what, like, what yeah. are you playing currently right what now? What are you playing right you know? now? Yeah, that's what I'm curious uh, about. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, enough of all the quick shots. That was actually the last one. Um, so, let's move on to the main topics. The first main topic we have to talk about, of course, is Abandoned. Um, they just recently tweeted out um, that they were going to have uh, the first 
um, I guess like the DLC or not not DLC, but like a demo or something like that coming soon, right? They have Available they have this like application that they launched, and the way it's supposed to work is the re this is unique in the sense that you're going to be able to see the game run in real time through the app. Hmm. So what they release isn't like a pre-rendered trailer like on YouTube. It's going to be like a real time live like kind of interaction of the actual game. Mm. So what you see is going to be how the game will be. Okay. So it's kind of a new way of interacting with the trailer. Um, they, they launched that app. The trailer isn't released yet, but they launched that app. I tried looking for that. Did like, you find the app? You have to go like to collections. I didn't get it, but there's some weird strange route you had to go to get oh. to it. Yeah. Because I searched for abandoned and could find nothing. Yeah, it's a weird route. They they they, they actually released like directions because yeah, people couldn't find why it. Why do they do? Why yeah. do they make it so <laughs> difficult to do? But all right. It's just a weird. I guess because it maybe because it's a trailer. I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe because it's a trailer. I yeah. Know. I'm definitely gonna have to uh find the the link to that 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 uh interactive the app or whatever as to yeah. how you get to it yeah. because i yeah. wanted to see it and i was looking for it so i could talk about it today but i could not find it so so another another crazy thing about this whole situation is they um on their twitter page just the sent to tweet. you they tweeted out like we're excited or you or whatever yeah. abandoned and in the background you can kind of see a silhouette of a bald guy and you can kind of see the silhouette of like an eye patch Almost and then giving there's you like, like some, some Metal Gear blur, Solid vibes or giving something. You, I think it's think. like blatant. How, once again, we'll go back to what we said before. <laughs> How can you say we have no connection with Hideo Kojima and then blatantly Keep copy things that are about his game? Yeah. You, you, try you to know play what cat you're doing. Now. You're trying to play cat and mouse. Yeah. And you go on their Twitter page, bro, and they have that damn comment pinned, the one we have no connection with. They have it pinned. <laughs> and then they release this. <laughs> Dude, does this like does this piss you off? Does it are you just does it just comedic to you? Does it anger you? Point, does it frustrate you? At this point, I'm starting to not care. I'm caring less and less about these abandoned <laughs> topics because I just want them to get on with it. Like I would, I would laugh, and and it would it would bring me such a, an inner happiness for everybody to not give two shits about this game, and then for it to finally release and people like don't care. And then somebody just happens to play it, and they're like, "Oh shit, it is Hideo Kojima!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be or funny, whatever, dude. You know what I mean? It's that'd like, be dude, funny. You totally fucked yourself Everyone hates game. you so much that no one plays it, but it actually was Hideo Kojima. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's like, so funny. Like all the people are so tuned off by what you're doing. doing yeah, but I mean, it, it's not gonna happen like that because people still want to make it, you know, a topic to talk about, and they want to discover this mystery. But well, um, it's so bizarre because the silhouette of the guy, the bald guy with the eye patch. Yeah. You know, like what Boss Man or or Snake, you know, it looks just like him, right? right? And it's like, well, or at least it gives you that idea. It doesn't look just like him, but it's it's modeled clearly off a very famous Hideo Kojima character, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just a freaking Epic Store model. This isn't something like they made. <laughs> they just bought a simple model off like the Epic Store and threw it on there and threw it on the background of their. You can't tell me like. You can't tell me they don't know what they're doing. They clearly know that they're trying to capitalize on the Degujima and at the same time say they're not. So this is either the worst marketing decision mm -hmm. I've ever seen in my life. If it really honestly has nothing to do with the Degujima. Or it has something to do with Hideo Ujima. <laughs> 
some people are speculating like the name abandon refers to like one of the abandoned hideo games like silent hill okay by konami i mean they had like you know if you click on the the tweet and uh we'll try to see if we can get the the link to the tweet yeah. like in the um the description or whatever so you guys can see or at least in the comments um but when you look at the actual tweet everybody underneath it is is honing in on the these blurred out words that are like in the picture or whatever in the image i think it's above the title abandoned abandoned or whatever yeah and the face or whatever and they keep trying to, to pinpoint what it's saying at this point we just need to stop stop giving it all of the buzz that it's getting let that shit die out because then they will eventually quit trying to play these little games and then just come straight forward with they're what, like the, addicts what's actually going in or something i don't know but I mean, we're because everybody is speculating on this shit. We're literally feeding into the bullshit, and we're gonna keep getting. It's like they stuff. don't know how to market their game any other way. Yeah, like dude, like this is the only way we've gotten totally hyped, so we're gonna keep doing Hideo this. Kojima, yeah, they need a burn. They need a burn. For this. I agree, man. But they need to crash I mean, and burn. <laughs> yeah. Hard. So, anyways, <laughs> moving on to the next topic. Uh, we got some PS Five good news. Mm. Um, they recently, Kinda. uh, they've been playing with this beta, um, update that they're working with. It's been going out to people, I guess, who signed up for the beta, um, testing a uh, little program or whatever, but they're starting to allow people to, uh, get their consoles activated for those little SSD slots that they've put in there that we haven't been able to touch. Um, people have checked it out, uh, when the when the console first released, after knowing that there was uh, expansion slots in there, putting things in there, and the console saying, "Nah, uh, we don't we don't know what this is. Take it's it out. I'm update, not even gonna let yeah. you play anything." Right. But now that the software update is out, you know, there's there's all of these uh, people that are trying these SSDs. They're talking about how it works just as good um, as the regular uh, the standard SSD that's already in the console. So that's good news. Um, we've seen a bunch of different um, articles and stuff giving you uh, the list of SSDs that have, have at least the theory of being just as good or the best ones to buy or whatnot. I don't know how many have been actually tested. I don't think all of them have, but, you know, uh, they're supposed to be like 7,000 megabytes per second or something like that. It's supposed to be around what it you has want. To be the that. PlayStation yeah. has 5,500 or something like that. And it can go up to 9,000, so you would want it 10. at 7,000 yeah. or something like that or at least more than 5,000. So maybe right. 6 would be your like your good base or whatever. And they have quite a few, but uh I was going to ask you, man, how do you feel about these prices on these SSDs? Cuz I've been looking at some of them and they're starting to get hefty, right? These one these 1 terabytes are almost like 300 bucks for right. quite a few of them you know, U.S. dollars, and uh, all I can think of is comparing it to the SSD expansion slot that was given out day one um, for the Xbox, and yeah, how the, that was like Xbox, two, 230 or 210 or something. But there's like only a one terabyte option. Right. So that would be the only thing I would say, is that if you looked at the 500 gigabyte M2 ones, mm -hmm. they're like 120, 130. Mm -hmm. So you can save yourself 100 bucks. You only get half the storage, but you at least have the option for like a cheaper route. Where on the Xbox, you have to buy the 220 the one. one. Yeah. What I'll say though is like, I think it's gonna happen already, man. The moment that Sony unlocks, and this is one reason why I think that they haven't unlocked it yet. Because I was watching one video or one article where someone was mentioning how 
they kind of figured out the reason why Sony hadn't released the expansion slot yet for the solid state drive. Uh-huh. And that was because like it was right behind the motherboard, I think, the slot where it gets most hottest, where it gets hottest. Mm. And I think that Sony, they placed their SD slot expansion in the absolute wrong location. Mm. And I think they kind of realized that and say, you know, we can't exp- let people do this because we're just going to go to Best Buy and buy, oh, hey, there's Anymore. a $70 one there for one terabyte. I'll just plug that in. And it's going to burn up. They're yeah. going to burn up their system. I did see that all of the SSDs that are recommended have to have heat sinks. Yeah, it them. says you have to have one on there or buy one yourself and add it to it. Right. Because this is why. Because there's a heating issue right there by the but I believe so whoever discovered that I think is right. I think they nailed it on the head. Yeah. They found out that there's a heating issue with the slot in that location. Mm -hmm. So Sony realized and said, whoa, we have to pull the plug on a lot in the expansion slot until we figure this out. Right. Until we let people know that we, it needs to be one someone needs to develop one it, with so heat sinks on it exactly and it's be the perfect height and, and the perfect height and speed and the perfect height and speed and so that's why there's been this long delay right so because you're waiting on all of these other companies to make them exactly They've got the parameters exactly. you just gotta make them so once you guys make enough of them then we'll and we'll then sony the has to also them. make a disclaimer because they have a legitimate m2 slot Right. It's legitimate. It's not like proprietary. Right. So someone will, I think, in my opinion, I think this will happen. I think this is what Sony has not wanted to happen, who didn't follow the directions. They'll, put one without a heat they'll just go and buy one when it gets unlocked and burn their console up and they'll be getting calls left yeah. and right. So they have to Can have you something fix my that console? says we are not liable for your expansion slot updates, upgrades or whatever, if it does not carry a heatsink. Exactly. Or just maybe period. Maybe period. Just period. Like, if it doesn't uh, carry heat sink, we're not responsible. Because I don't think I don't I think that that would probably be their best bet, because as long as PlayStation does not create one, then there's no backlash they can get. Hey, we're allowing it, but we're telling you that it, we are not held liable if your console burns up. Exactly. Because you decided to upgrade it, we didn't give you that option. We're not going to give you that option of purchasing one that has a PlayStation logo on it right. that you can plug in because we know how hot it runs. So. You take that at your own risk. If you would like to expand expand it that way, then boom. All my guests. Do exactly. It. But we're not gonna understand we're not the risk gonna you're give taking. you a new console yeah. because you understand to the do risk that. you're taking. Yeah. So Especially I would if you just Jerry rigged a freaking <laughs> heat sink on there and you ain't do it properly or something like that. You'll bitch burn up exactly. quick. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like play you're play better off so your shit explode. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, all of a sudden it just sizzles. Yeah. You're like, shoot, what happened? You're like, damn. You're gonna man. be sad. Yeah. Which is why you're probably better off buying the two eighty or whatever one terabyte pre made heat sink that's fitted and rated. For the PS5, right? Then playing games with your console and thinking you can just rig it, mm-hmm. just buy the one, man. If you want a terabyte, buy the buy the one that is heat synced and ready to go. That's yeah. rated by Sony that says, "Yep, this one works." Right? Yeah, that's that's what I would hope that at least Sony says that we've tried this out in thousands of consoles and they have performed perfectly. It works. Right. Here's the ones, you know, kind of like my camera that we use to record right. this. It says, "Hey." These are the SSDs that you can use to put your footage on. We don't recommend you using the other ones. These are the ones that work. You could try the other ones, buy them shits at your own risk. Here's what works. So as long as I stick to that list, I'm good. Yeah. So that's what I'm, I'm hoping that they do for this. And I agree with you. These are way too outrageous and priced, in my opinion, because I still feel that the expansion shot for the Xbox is 220 is still, in my opinion, too much money yeah. to expand your hard drive. By just one terabyte, um, right. 
Make and it I 150. Get it. We get it. 150. We, we understand one, why it's yeah. expensive, but yeah. it's just like, damn. It's very expensive. Yeah. You're it damn just, near paying for half the console because you want to upgrade your storage a little bit. That's the like, disconnect. Yeah. That's the disconnect. It's like, wait a minute. So are you telling me that when I bought my PS5, half the price was just the just the all-state drive? That doesn't make sense. You have a CPU here, a GPU here, a motherboard, a heat sink, a design, a drive. Right. And half my console is just the storage. Like, it's hard to believe that's true. But I will give Microsoft some kudos here in the sense that I think they chose the right route of just making their own proprietary stick. They don't have to worry about it. They don't have to worry about some dude who didn't follow the directions and just slipped his own in there, who went to Best Buy and just bought an M2 slot and bought and put one in. Yeah. You just know when you buy this, you know it's going to work. When you buy the one off the shelf, you know it's going to work. You slip it in, it's going to work exactly as Microsoft wanted it to work. And it's far I get, enough from the motherboard. And it's far enough from the motherboard that you're not going to burn your system up. Yeah. I commend them for being, you know, having that kind of foresight. That was a very good job on their part. Even though I'm still shocked by how much it is. It costs basically the same as an S. Mm-hmm. That one stick is almost as much as an entire Series S. Yeah. Like, that's really shocking to Which me. Which is why we were saying, you know, from the get-go, <laughs> when it when it first came out with all these prices, that you might as well just go ahead and get you the X. Exactly. Because if you ever contemplate that you might want to increase your storage. You're spending 200 buy anyways. That you card, have 500 anyways. Yeah. Yeah. You're spending $20 more just to buy that card than if you had you're just right. got the You're right. Even 20 more than the, you're right. The you're X. spending 520 versus 500 for the same amount, right? Right. Almost the same amount. Mm-hmm. You'll have a little bit more space. You're going to 1.5, but still. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. So I, I I still feel the same way about the pricing, mm-hmm. but I laugh so much that Sony is like, oh, shoot, what do we do? People are going to bring their PS5s up. Yeah. You know what's going to happen, man. We're going to get the story, right? Yep. I can't PS5 wait to see PS5 owner burned his PlayStation I can't see the first one. I want to see yeah. his dumbass face when he, he's on there because he put that bitch in. He knew damn well he should have that easing. <laughs> But hey, he wanted to try oh, it and man. test it out and see what happened. Oh, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, on to the, the next topic. Uh, you know, we have kind of like uh, hinted at this the whole time we were talking about it, but more games are being delayed. <laughs> surprise, surprise, right? Um, so uh, we just got a word that Kenna, uh, Bridge of Spirits, has been pushed back until September, I believe. Yeah. So it's like, damn, okay, this game was supposed to come out in August, I believe. So now it's out the same time as Deathloop will be. And it's just kind of like... Yeah, that's know, a trip rough, to me. You know, because you'd, you wanted to play something all August and right. then have a new game all September, September to play. Exactly. You know? But now you got two games. So I think that was like... It. Yeah, I remember us talking about this a while ago, I think a few months ago, mm-hmm. when like Ratchet Clean or Returnal Ratchet. Right. We were talking about the game drought. And I was like, if we can just make it to like August when Kenna comes out, mm-hmm. then it's like every month after that. I think I was feeling like moving forward from that point in time, because then you had like Elden Ring in January. Like right. from that point in time, you'd have something dope every month to play. Right. But now it's like, no, we got pushed again. We're still one month still away from having that flow of games return mm-hmm. to the normal gaming industry, you know, flow of games. Right. And my second thought was what you just said was like, I just feel like, let's say, like, Kenna comes out a week before Death Loop. I'll go, I think I'm just going to wait because Death Loop comes out next week. 
So mm-hmm. I'm just going to wait on that because I think because Deathloop comes out next week and I'm planning on buying that. Yeah, and I don't want to drop a hundred within two weeks, you know. Right. Or, you know, you're just, you know, somebody that's, you know, got to ration out the games that they get. Yeah, so it's exactly. Like, oh, if they really wanted to play Kenna. You know, they buy Kenna and then they have to wait on Deathloop. You know what I mean? Because they right. play that right away. And in my opinion, you're right. It could go both ways. I think it affects Kenna more than we talked about this before. But yeah, you're we're right. Trying to see, it can like, go both ways. Kenna triple A. Or can a, an indie title really compete against a triple A title? Like, Who's going to get stepped on more? Yeah, yeah. And I we we believe that the the triple A title would step all over the indie right. title. You know, just because you know it's a triple A. It's you know so. That's my worry too, is because I really like these guys at Quant Quantum. Wait, what, what are they called? Ember 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 Labs. Ember Labs. Yeah. I want to see their game succeed because right. I think they're doing something awesome here, mm-hmm. and I, I don't. I'm really worried with this month that they're releasing in that for me any month, if it's September, October, November, December, you're having what a they're hard coming time fitting in Yeah, where are you fitting in there? Because you want this to do great. I want them to make another game. I want them to be so successful that Sony's like, Hey, let's either buy you up as a studio or let's do another partnership and make another game together. Like, I want to see this game be successful. I want to see these guys succeed. Yeah. And I'm like, where do you fit in, man? Like, if you could have just made that August window, in my opinion, I think they would have sold a crap ton of copies. Because there's nothing really else big coming out except yeah. Kenna in August. Yeah. And you would sell lots and lots of copies, I think. Was there any, has there been anything this month in July? There hasn't even really been anything in July either. Nothing came out in July, Nothing right? big. I don't believe anything big. Because Ratchet was June. Midgard, but right. Not. Tries of Midgard is their release this month. for yeah. Nothing for PlayStation, right? I mean... Yeah. There was a couple, I mean, you had Death's Door for Xbox, but like there wasn't really anything big in July no, either. No, not a PlayStation's title or like something like that. Like a level, a big level title we're hoping to get, yeah. right? So, I mean, even, you know, I, I think it was, we originally thought it was going to be in July, right? Because we had saw that that little leak or whatever, mm-hmm. and it had shown that there was a release date for July mm-hmm. on there. But originally. they never announced it, so we couldn't go off of that. And, of course, they didn't want to stick to that, so they pushed it to August. And now they've pushed it to September. And so it's just like, damn, man. I think they should just push it to next year. I, I was telling you in, in our messaging. Yeah. They'd be better off going in like February, March next year when there isn't any competition. Yeah, I don't see I don't see why a game would push push their release three weeks. back a month. Yeah, because it yeah, might even be like three like weeks because we don't even know when in September. Yeah, uh, three months, okay. You know yeah. I mean? Maybe two months or I something agree. like that. But just, I agree, Just dude. a couple of weeks, uh, a month. That's like, weird to me. Is that really enough time that you need? Or are you just going to push this bitch back again? You know what I mean? I like, agree. Just, just give just yourself a, a shitload just, of time. Yeah, that just, that's what I'm saying. Just have that bitch in gold for like I'm, three months. I agree, you know, dude. And be like, oh, surprise, we're going to release it this month. Like, I agree 100%. It, you know, just give yourself an ass load amount of time. It don't matter. Yeah, you're because, gonna sell when you're when you got a good window to sell. Right, because if you were to uh, if you were to give a prediction of like, okay, our game is coming out um, at the end of the first quarter of 2022, but then it's ready and you guys are so ready to get it out there that you're saying, hey, we finished the work, we're gonna release it early. That's gonna get people extra excited. Like we're gonna release, dude. It in the, the how front, revolutionary the would that be the if they quarter. tell us March mm-hmm. and they say, you know what, we're gonna release it in February for right. y'all. Right. That'd be we haven't heard that in our all enough, we hear is delays. Of you guys were yeah, complaining all we hear about is delays. It, we're just gonna release it early. We're gonna They'd be like the heroes of the delay window thing. Right. 
Yeah, you know like I mean? no like, one's ever doing that. <laughs> yeah, revolutionary, you know? They're revolutionary, man. But, uh, you know, so it's just like, it's a bummer. And then, of course, Horizon, uh, what is it? New, Forbidden, New West. West. Forbidden, Forbidden West. Forbidden West. Yeah, that one has been postponed to 2022. They didn't actually give us a date. I believe that they said it was coming out 2021. Or at least we thought it was. I was under that impression because I remember last time we talked about this, I was how saying, much we were looking at, and yeah, everything. we were thinking this, yeah. Thing was basically I was always dumb. under the impression it was coming out in twenty twenty one. Yeah, always so, under that impression. But it is not. <laughs> so, but I think we all, because we talked about this before, we were like, I think they'll probably wait mm-hmm. until twenty twenty two. I, th- I believe that my theory i mentioned this on the text mention is like it's in the can i think it's like pretty much done and ready yeah they just want to know when should we launch this game and there is lots of competition this holiday season man yeah there's competition but i mean at the same time it's like okay so now you have another you have another two first party titles or whatever that will be trying to compete because god of war was supposed to come out 2022 right so now you have Big Forbidden ones. You West, mean big ones? Yeah. yeah, and God of War that now have to presumably uh, fight to the death for the number one slot, if they are. I mean, they should be, you know, at that point, you know, for them being the first party titles. If they pick but, the times right, they could still sell a lot of copies. They'll sell copies. But as but far I'm as like competing like for the, the right for shit, awards you know and stuff, I mean? they're stepping on Sarah's toes big time. Right. Which one wins that? Right. Yeah. So. And also, do we have? And you got damn uh, Elden Ring. That's that gonna be a big. The, that's gonna be tough to beat. Elden Ring's so, gonna be tough to beat next there's, year. There's presumably like three big ass games that are gonna come gonna out, and they're to going beat. to fight for that that number one position. You know, <laughs> dude. Dude, um, do we even have a PlayStation first party coming out this holiday season? We have Death Loop coming out. It's not first party, but it's like a Sony exclusive. In September, but you talking but about do we May have, from Sony Studios? Yeah, do we have like anything from Sony coming out this holiday season? I mean, that's because I think that's what we were thought. We thought that Forbidden West was going to be Sony's big holiday season title. Is Sony releasing any holiday season title? Do we have anything? I don't know. Not that I know of. I'm trying to look. Yeah, I mean. You know, I put, I just typed in, dude. I just typed in Sony first party holiday 2021. You know what came up? A hundred articles saying Forbidden West is reportedly delayed to 2022. So yeah. I'm thinking that was the one everyone thought was the holiday 2021 title was Forbidden West. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, that would have been like the biggest one. And that would have had the biggest, the best chance of getting like game of the year, you know? That's possibly. crazy, man. Especially with the drought that um, the Xbox has. You know, for games coming out for that as well. Man, that's crazy. So, see, because so, because Xbox has Halo. I mean, that was delayed, but that's a big first party coming out this year. And I think they also have Horizon for uh, Forza Horizon New Horizon New Dawn coming out this year too, okay. which is a big first party title as well. For Xbox, so yeah. Xbox has some first party titles coming out this holiday season. Yeah, but I don't I, think, do you think any. that any of those would have been able to compete against like Horizon. Forbidden West. No, not necessarily compete. I just mean that they're getting something. Xbox users are getting a first-party title this holiday. Sony's not getting any first-party title this holiday. Mm -hmm. Now, we've already had first-party titles and second-party titles this year, and Microsoft hasn't had any this year. So that's fine. But I'm just surprised that Sony has nothing at all coming out in the holiday season this year. Um, That's strange to me. 
Is uh is Arkham Knights supposed to come out this year? Or that's that was Gotham next Knights. Year. Yeah, Gotham Knights. That's yeah. next year. That got next delayed year. too. Right, right, right. Dude, you have Hogwarts next year, Gotham Knights next year, God Dude, of War next so year, many. Forbidden West next year, Elden Ring next year. God. Um, what was that that one game that it was like Suicide Squad or something like that? Oh, that's like a few years away. I think that was like 2024 or 2023. That's okay. a ways away. But yeah, that one was announced Oh, Far too. Cry 6 is supposed to be coming out this year. Yeah, Far Cry October. 6. We have quite a few good games coming out this holiday season. Just yeah. no Sony first parties. Mm-mm. Just and nothing from Sony. Galaxy. Yeah, Marvel's Galaxy. Galaxy comes out. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah, man, that's, uh, that's interesting. Well, I mean, I guess we'll see what's, uh, what's happening for that, so... You know? Yeah, I I mean, I guess they're kind of considering Deathloop mm-hmm. a uh, for their holiday first party title. I guess <laughs> that's what they're saying. Like, but that's pretty far away from the holiday, in my opinion. September. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. We yeah, knew it would so. be delayed, but it's still rough. Yeah, it, it sucks. sucks. It sucks. Um, oh yeah, you have Battlefield twenty twenty four this holiday. Yeah. But we were. I was mainly talking about like you know PlayStation, uh, yeah. Sony Interactive Entertainment. You know, those type of nothing things from coming them. from their yeah, studio. Yeah, nothing from them. So you know, it's a, a bummer that we got you know two more uh, solid games getting pushed back even further. Um, you know, I'm really looking forward to playing Kenna, but at this point, if they totally. if they just went on and pushed it back, to I'd be next fine year with and it. Found like a little spot, you know, yeah. that'd be cool. But I mean, maybe Kenna will just be that awesome that it's able to hold its own, you know. Maybe. Well, we'll see. You know? Or even even delay it to like December, right? Or like the holiday season. Yeah. So if you feel like you have something coming out for PlayStation in the holiday season, yeah, maybe stash that they're doing the same month is so funny to me. It yeah. doesn't seem like Sony at all. They yeah. love to stagger, mm-hmm. you know. It's so funny. So maybe stash your ducats away for uh, Kenna, and you know, still get okay, your man. death loop. Play, place your bets, bro. Like, what are the odds that they just push it again? I feel like like they, going back to your I point, like, like why do two or three weeks? Yeah, like what's 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 a couple of weeks, right? What's yeah. a month? Like, does that have, have? Do you recall any games that have released a month later and it been okay? Like what games? I think. Uh, I know. The only the only ones that I can possibly think of might be like Bug Snacks. That one got pushed back, right? A month or something. Oh, it was more than a month a, though. A, a, but it was short. A small portion it was like a time. couple of months, right? And it ended up coming out for free on the PlayStation. Uh Destruction All Stars. Don't tell me that. Got pushed back a month. Don't tell me that. It came out for free. But these were titles I don't even think they weren't they weren't titles that were owned by Sony, right? No, but I think those titles ended up Sony ended up seeing how bad they were gonna be. Maybe and they be it's like all, all straws for sure. Yeah, that was supposed to be a seven dollar game, and Sony's like, this is trash. Right. So they made it free. Like, I'm just saying, don't tell me like it's gonna turn into. You know what? Kenna's gonna be free. It's a mess. I don't we think can't, that. We can't I don't fix think this. that Kenna will be free. I mean, that would be amazing <laughs> if not, it man. was free. I know. I I'm just that saying that would be, be like game, foreboding, but, right? Like a, yeah. an omen, an ill omen. <laughs> yeah, but I just don't see what a month is given. So yeah, I'm willing to bet that uh, Kenna gets pushed back more. I mean, I, yeah. I would hope that they would just try to, try to teeter off of like one month pushbacks and then just heave it back, you know, like you know, all the way till December. I just you know wish they would just but... have come out like and said, "Hey, February, give yourself like you said an asshole of time, and you'll be able to fix everything. If a month will do, then five months will do. Yeah, and you don't have to compete mm-hmm. 
Ugh. We'll see, so, man. Yeah, we we shall see. Um, you know what that's going to. Um, but uh, for the last topic of the day, um, it's actually about one person, Sean Layden. Back our in the man, news. Our, our, our boy, you know, uh, the guy who was, uh, you know, used to be the head chairman of uh, Sony PlayStation. And uh, he was talking about some things um, about like his uh, experience, you know, being the chairman of PlayStation and, you know, just, you know, in general about how things mm-hmm. were working and whatnot. And a lot of the things he was saying, um, we seem to both agree on and then kind of expound on that it made like makes total sense right um so this article that we found uh that ray actually found off of uh gamesindustry.biz um we'll probably try to see if we can drop it down in the link below um but uh yeah so he was uh essentially talking about um how things go uh with the consoles in general um he was stating that the number of gamers in the world has not increased since like the 1990s or so when games first started coming out. Um, They've pretty much stayed the same. About 250 million. Yeah, obviously, you know, people stop playing, but new people come in. So it's just a a rotation of life, the circle of life. But it's the same amount of players. It's just not like a super influx where it's like, oh, this year was booming and we have way more people playing video games in general than ever before. Um, And then he was also talking about how... uh, the way things are going now uh, with um, they're no longer being all of these small studios that they're just getting gobbled up by these bigger entities and just becoming larger entities. Um, and now it's down to like a handful of, of these companies, you know, that are producing games and they're just producing the same type of games. They're not really trying to be extremely innovative. Right. I mean, that's from, from the moment that, I started playing games and I'm sure you started playing games. We've noticed that the more unique games are the indie studios. Right. Those are the ones with the people who are thinking completely outside of the box. Like the strays stuff you've of the world. Never seen before. The yeah. strays, mm-hmm. yeah. Different things like that. You know, the the Fez, the, yeah. the Forager, you know, different, you know, different games that are just like wow, Moonlighters. Like, this Moonlighter, is cool, yeah. right? Stuff like that, you know. Hades, uh, Death right? Door, stuff like that. You yeah. Know? Um, you know, so now you have all of these duplicates, you know, it's like every other day we see a new battle Royale coming out or a new shooter, a first person shooter, Twitch shooter or something like that. You know, uh, the same types of games. We see all of these games, all the, all these old, old IPs that they're not making a, another advancement in the right. story. They're just redoing it. All these remakes, you know what I mean? And it's kind of like, right. damn, all right, you know, bringing Diablo 2 um, and just juicing it, you know, juicing up the graphics and stuff like that and then re-releasing it out to everybody and, right. and expecting them to pay full price for it. You know, taking Demon Souls, remaking it, then dropping it on a new console, you know, and you're paying full price for it. Yeah, that was his point, right, that the gamer base hasn't changed. They're just finding ways to get that base to spend more money. Right. 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 So, I mean, you know, the fact that, you have, you know, these new consoles, but they're not really, they don't have new things to play on them. It's all the stuff that you could have played on the other one, but, you know, it's new. Yeah, Sean Layden has been preaching this for like a while because another thing interesting that he said in this in this article was he said that with each new console generation, the cost of making the games doubles. Mm-hmm. So he said, because, you know, 
he was like the, the magic behind the PS4 generation. And we love the PS4 generation, right? right? A lot of people do. And that carried over to PS5, which is why I think there's a lot of hype for the PS5 as well, because the PS4 was so incredible. Mm-hmm. And he's not there anymore. But he said that in the PS4 generation, it cost games for between 100 and $150 million to make. So we're talking like blockbuster movie budgets, right? He's thinking that means that the PS5 generation is going to be exceeding $200 million, like from $100 million to $200 million to make a game. And he's like, what is $10 more on a game going to do? Like, there's a problem here. Games are getting too long, too large, too big. He'd rather go back to a smaller, a great game, but like smaller in length, not necessarily like raising prices, but like changing the way the games look. So instead of trying to squeeze more out of you, mm-hmm. change the way the games look. Make them smaller, more bite-sized. Don't make them cost so much. And then you won't have like this panic, right, to make as much money as you can. Right. Loot box you to death, right? <laughs> All these things these games do, there's mm-hmm. this big mad panic, right, to make as much money as they can on you. Um, and I, I agree, you know, like, I don't know if it's because we're getting older. I really don't know necessarily what it is, but I like the innocence of the world. The 10, 12-hour games, the Death's Door was like maybe 8 to 10 hours. I feel like I feel really satisfied. After I've played about 10 to 12 hours, I feel like, okay, I have really am satisfied with this game. I'm kind of ready, though, to kind of move on, to try something else. I feel ready. Um, you know? I sort of, I sort of agree with that. I mean, um, I can definitely attest that like um playing games like Assassin's Creed Valhalla and like Days Gone I'm not it takes it's like you have to be a certain type of fan to try to 100% the game if you made a game that has about you know um 50 20, hours 20 yeah. 20 hours of story and then there's about uh, 80 or 70 more hours of side story stuff. There's not a lot of people that will do the side story stuff. They might just be focused so right. mainly on the main story and then they finish that. So if you, if you created 12 hours of main story, but you got 50 hours worth of excess in the game, Exploration, I might not quest. ever see it. Yeah. I mean, one of the, the, the greatest examples I could give is, um, is, uh, God damn it, uh, Zelda. Um, what's the the one for the Switch? Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Yeah. yeah. So I I played it. I played that game, and I might have put like you know a good ten hours or so mm-hmm. in that game. But there's so much landscape that I had I'd never even touched because it just it wasn't it didn't matter. Like the story progressed to this area. I had to get to this area to get mm-hmm. to there. Like you know what I mean? I get having the side stuff and then being able to do that. But I would say if you had had that same, you know, a smaller map that just covered the areas that you needed to touch, but there was more minute details in those areas of things to discover, you could still pull out the same amount of hours, you know, with just a a shorter amount of landscape, but you've just got more high detail in there. You know what I mean? So you just populating more items in different crevices and stuff like that. So that, oh, every nook and cranny. I can search and find something in this game. Or even just somehow link some of those side missions to the main story and you can squeeze out that 15 hour game. Like if you're like you're like I agree like if you're able to make a game that's like 15 20 hours of a campaign mm-hmm. 
and you somehow have 30 to 40 hours additional content with like side missions and stuff, then it shouldn't be a problem for you to get a great 15 hour campaign. Like you said, condense down some of that great stuff mm -hmm. into smaller bite-sized chunks. Yeah. And you're going to have a really great game. And like I said, with my, with my age or whatever, like it does, I feel like the same way I feel like after, I feel like I'm really excited about a game for like the first 10 to 12 hours. Mm -hmm. And then my excitement wanes. Like I may never even see the end now. Like maybe like even with, I think Valhalla is a great example. I'm in Valhalla. I'm following the main campaign. Something cool strikes my attention in the distance. And so I go into a side thing right. and then I do another side thing. And I've experienced what this game is pretty much in, in its entirely through the side missions. And because I've gobbled up what this game has to offer, I'm like full of it now. And now and the story, yeah, and now thing. the story in and of itself isn't even as interesting to me anymore because I've already gobbled up the experience of playing in the side missions. Right. Maybe just make it. So now I'm not, I'm not as enthusiastic to finish. I'm the not game, as enthusiastic to finish the which game. That's I my have point. not finished Valhalla. Me neither. It's kind of like and I put probably 25, 30 hours in that game. Yeah, and it's a great game. It's a fun game, but it's just like I go in there, and then it's you know the intrigue of finding something else, or oh, what's this over here, or whatever, and then I never get done, and I, I kind of want to finish the story. So then I have to put on blinders and focus mainly on the story and just say, oh, I'm not going to check there because I want to keep <laughs> going on the story. Okay, and I'm done. I miss I'm out just on going everything the story. that the developers right. threw out in there because I've been in the dang game so long and I want to just go with the story. I mean, there's those people that want to just 100% the game and I get the challenge, you know what I mean? But maybe you could have just like slid everything inward more. And added more yeah. difficulties to get stuff underground more, or more puzzles or something, or something, like something yeah, yeah, more puzzles, you know. But kept it here so that it was more streamlined. Like, you know that that's one of the issues, right? Is it's so big and widespread, like you end up having to go over here for something, and then there's like a couple of more things that kind of lead you totally. out further and further away from. And the now you full on it. You're full and so on you're it. Going out that way, and then you're like, damn, I gotta reel it in. And get back over here on this path, exactly. You know to go for it. You know, so like if they had everything just in the main path. You could that's spend what I'm all saying. that time, and you wouldn't feel. Like I just feel like I'm veering so much when I do side missions, and I don't want to get full off side missions and never see the end. I remember there was like a question some journalist or whatever like was talking about posing, like because you know like Rockstar games, like a lot of these games feel this way, mm -hmm. and they're like it makes you wonder how do these developers feel. Because you can look at like completion rates and like when only like 15% of the player base even finish your game. Like how do you feel when like only 15% of the people who bought your game even saw how it ended? You know, like that's true. Like when the game gets to be like so big and massive like that, no one's finishing it. So what's yeah, fascinating you, you to kinda me. kind of treat those games as if like, oh, this is a game I'm just going to play for like a long ass time. Like this is an eight month game. It's not like right. It's like over the course of a life, like over yeah. the next like, year. I know eventually when I don't have anything else to play, I'm just gonna come back to that game right. and then continue to finish it off. Then I'll stop and then I'll go off and do something else and I can come back and finish it because there's so much stuff to do in here. And it's like that's cool the idea of there being so much stuff to do, but realistically, I'm not going to be able to really enjoy it all. Anybody, unless I make most this, people, uh, a point. Yeah, there's those are the people that want to hunt. And play all of Cyberpunk and get every little thing that you That's can do That's few in people, though, but yeah. But yeah, that number compared to the number of actual players who will just finish the story and won't even do like the large majority of these side quests out here 
It's, it's a huge. It thing. never even gets seen or witnessed. Like the work that that developer who in the corner of the office put in on that section of the map will never even get seen. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was the that was one of the funniest <laughs> things that I had seen that we were that I had mentioned like months ago. Um, you know when there was all the issues of cyberpunk and stuff like that coming out, is that there was developers that saying that. People that haven't even seen least, their party. That people have not even come across the shit that I have put on That's this map. That's so funny, yet. dude. And this is a big, it's a big map. And you would think like all of these videos of people who've discovered this and discovered that and stuff like that. And dude is like, you haven't even found. I worked on this and no one's even seen what I worked on yet. Yeah, that's like, so damn, funny, how dude. How would you feel if you had put all of your sweat into making <laughs> no this little section of the yet. game, but because the game has so much in it, that like nobody ever finds it or like one or two people find it and end up enjoying it. But because they don't make YouTube videos, nobody else is going to see it. You know, you know what's I mean? funny though, bro, is like, is there like this kind of like subconscious gamer or even just like conditioned like market mentality that we don't think that we're getting our money's worth unless we're getting something big like that, even though the vast majority of us don't even experience all of it. So I'll spend 60 bucks on Cyberpunk and only spend 15 hours in it. But I feel like, no, the game has to be, you know, GTA big for me to feel like I want to spend 60 bucks in this game, even though I'll never even experience like the full game. Yeah, it almost it almost became like a definitely like a bigger is better type of thing. Yeah, that you know, happened. Like, like, oh, this game's got fifty hours of gameplay. You're like, oh shit, that's worth 50 it. Fifty hours, my money, just for sixty bucks. And like, you spent oh, fifteen hours there. In it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But yeah, you didn't even spend that sixty. Or I mean, you did spend that sixty, but you still got the story left. You know? What yeah, I, mean? like, I know. I, I oh, can't damn, tell you how many this is games. Way bigger than 60. I can't tell you how many <laughs> games. <laughs> I spent like forty hours in and didn't even see the ending. Yeah, I have so many games like that. And you that, just man. stop because it's just like, oh, enough, damn, enough like, already. You know? It's like going to the buffet and you fill your plate with a bunch, and you start off strong, right? Yeah. Like, oh, I ate all that Chinese, chi- I ate all that orange chicken, I ate all that beef. But like, as you keep going, you're like, dude, I can't take anymore. You're like, okay, one bite here. One bite here until, yeah. like, okay, I'm just done. Yeah. Like, whatever you start off, is like you're into it, and you're going hard on Valhalla. Like, that first 10, or Ghost Tsushima. Like, that first 10, 15 is like, this is great, this is great. And then you're just kind of, like, sick of it, and you're just kind of, like, forcing yourself through to the end. Yeah. Where, like, I totally agree with Sean. I have had so much fun. Did you feel like you needed Ratchet to be longer than it was? Or no, did you I feel like this was, was like, great. I feel satisfied. Like, I didn't leave that game thinking, I really need more of this. Yeah, I, I liked it because you could you could go in and out of those areas as much as you wanted, and you could search for every any and everything in there if you'd like, but you didn't have to. You could literally just go through it, do that story or whatever, and you got you got everything that was that that was there to offer. You know what I mean? You accumulate a lot just by going on the main story. You know what I mean? If you if you do like your, you know very good detective work and you find everything that's there off of the first visit, then cool. But a lot of times you're not going to be able to just because you don't have the skill or whatever to get over there. You know? I think Ratchet epitomizes your point you're making. I feel like they did exactly what you're saying game developers should do. They have like these little open worlds, mm-hmm. but they're they're tiny. Yeah. And within the tiny world, there's these puzzles and everything in there. You kind of got to think a little bit to get, but it's not so big and so much, but you're still getting the feeling of exploration. Even yeah, though it's tiny, it's like that feeling is still there. Yeah, it's like, like okay, that, it's know? right there. Let me take four or five minutes. I feel good about getting there, but it wasn't like this long beat off the track and now I'm like 
10 quests off the main storyline. Right. And now I don't care to I don't care to go back and finish the story at all, right? Yeah, the map's like a good perfect. size, but the map is here. I can see everything and on the map. And it's tiny enough that I can do it all in a concise amount of time and get the feeling of open world. Right. I just think they did a really good job uh, really epitomizing the point you're making. And I felt that way. Mm-hmm. When I was done playing the game, I felt like – I didn't feel like, well, gosh, I wish I had more time with this weapon. Or, gosh, I wish I could have killed more enemies with this weapon. I I felt very satisfied with, like, every bit that I got. And I was like, I, I feel like I can be done with this and mm-hmm. I can move on and feel like this was perfect. And it, what it was, it a 12 to 15-hour game. Yeah. And so that's why, like, I really agree with Sean. Mm-hmm. I rather – rather than them trying to squeeze more out of us or spend more money to get bigger games – Spend less money, but make it a little bit great. Yeah, make and, like and like do don't do a lot us. to make that little bit spectacular. Right, you know what I mean. And then it, you don't have to make uh, all of that stuff. You don't have to make you Witcher three out, every you time. You spreading out miles and miles in between items isn't necessary if you just made it a little bit harder to get that item. But it's literally sooner right to you, there. but closer to you. Exactly, yeah, yeah. it's right, literally right there. But oh, you needed to do this, or you had to figure this out in order to get there, or something like that. Um, honestly, I think that uh, a great attestment to this is uh, Returnal. There wasn't a lot for Returnal. I mean, you know, six biomes or whatever. But the reason they're so big is just because it's been randomly generated. Right. You, know, you don't know how many you're going to get. Right. Or whatever, how many rooms or whatnot. And what items but where they're at and everything. There's like this little small amount or whatever, you know, and you go from room to room. So it's always something to explore or whatever. They've got shit up here. They got shit down there. Whatever, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. you got a beeline of like where you can go. You can go off into a couple of areas, but you know, like, oh, it's like I just got to go one room over or I teleport over here and mm-hmm. I'm right back on track or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it seemed like they fully utilized the rooms and things like that that they created to give you that challenge and stuff like I that. I agree. And there's, you know, it may be like six hours of story in there, but there's so much more hours of gameplay just in general. One, because of the difficulty. Right. You know what I mean? And the two, because of the randomness, you know, of how they right. present it to you. You never know the beaten path, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then the roguelike aspect of it is, you know, yeah. another one. But that's why I agree. Like, that's why I thought, like, Returnal could have been really, really great. If That's why I wish they had just made it where you could save yeah. throughout it. Because I think you're right. I think the biomes are, like, just big enough. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just meaty enough. Yeah, if they you get to be a problem when you're constantly game, doing it over. But if you could have collected a game and then maybe uh, like you have saves and then anything past that save, like uh, your weapon proficiency or um, you know some some of the stuff you know maybe some of the items or whatever that you get, you know like maybe not maybe the artifacts or something right, like that. Carry or over if or something. Stuff, if right. that stuff reset. But you still have your weapon, so you just have to get your your you have to keep climbing on your proficiency or something like that. But the world switched up a little right. bit or whatever. That helps. That, that, that helps absolutely. You know, giving some yeah. reset options, right? But not some progression is level, right? Whatever, exactly. You know? That would be cool. But that's really have, my only complaint. Having to get all of the artifacts, the parasites, the weapons, all of that stuff, the proficiency, all of that back. You know what I mean? It makes it like even more turmoil and whatnot. But if you were I able agree. to keep some of that, it would have been you know easier to progress through it and whatnot but you know so um you know i I, like we've said a thousand times you know we feel like definitely playstation changed once sean Layden left the company 
And I think that's why we have so many of these dang remakes getting made consistently over for this console. Um, you know, and, and then just in general, you know, I, 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 I appreciate the more rare titles that seem like super unique, you know, the new IPs, those things, I appreciate those. And I, I mean, obviously, you know, you get an RPG, it's going to have those same type of elements, you know, each RPG is going to have a lot of the similar things, you know what I mean? But at least a large majority of them don't feel like they're just cloning I agree. off of the last one. I was one question like I wanted to ask a you. A first-person shooter, it just feels like you're playing another one like of these, X COD, Defiant? these COD games or something like that. just yeah. feels like COD. Or, you know, you get a, a Battle Royale. It's like, damn, I might as well just be playing Fortnite or something like that, you know? Uh, you know, it's a lot of these games that just seem like some repetitive shit. Like, why, why did you guys even create a new IP? Yeah. You know what I mean? To waste it on this. This know? is why, like... Why, why don't I have a new story... New character, you know, something else. You know what I mean? I know, I'll like... Take, I'll take a freaking Ghost of Tsushima. Or I any agree. Or those type of, yeah. of games, because it's something totally new. Totally. Like giving me an I agree. Defiant of an arena battle, you know, first-person shooter. Uh, does it have a campaign? Is that campaign totally different from anything I would have ever experienced from Call of Duty? Yeah, it's like I think that Sony, and really almost all these companies, mm -hmm. they, they do... Because wouldn't you agree, man? Like, whenever we watch... Whenever we watch, this is for me personally. I don't want to speak like for all the gaming community, yeah. but whenever I watch, like, say, Xbox's showcase, right, or Sony showcase at E3, I never get excited when they show me Halo or Forza or Gears because I already know what those games are about. It's when they show me like that new thing. What is this? that Starfield? What is this? When they show me that new thing, that's when I get excited and hyped. Maybe someone gets excited whenever they see the same thing over and over again. But like me personally, I don't. If you're a big fan of that that IP or whatever, yeah, then, yeah that's fine. You know, but what excites or whatever, right? What excites me more is when I'm watching the show and I go, "Dude, what? What was that? That looks really neat. That got me intrigued. I'm gonna follow that, right? I'm gonna keep track on that. And mm -hmm. while there is some of a risk, I think they're underselling that that feeling because I do think that that's a pretty big feeling when you show something new and unique. When they first showed Kenna, that was a brand new IP, and we were in love with it. Mm -hmm. I think they're underselling that. There is a lot of power there in new IPs. They get attached to the sequels, right? And sometimes I feel like that's killing the gaming industry. Like, for Horizon you know, Forbidden West does really good, um, or for Horizon Zero Dawn does really well. And so now we're destined to get Forbidden West, and Sony only want to works only wants to work on Forbidden West, and they only want to work on a freaking Last of Us remake. They only want to work on like the next Spider Man. They only want to work on the things that they know people like, but they're undervaluing, I think, the value of the excitement of something new. And I really do think that's actually more valuable than I think they might give it credit for, in my opinion. And mm -hmm. I worry that the game industry. Sony's success with their major IPs can also, to some degree, be their downfall. Mm -hmm. If they keep doing this, Last of Us remake, God of War, the next one, everything is just always a remake. Yeah, I think I think one of the reasons why uh, this new God of War did so good is because it gave you a whole different aspect. Like it 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 showed you a different idea of God of War. It mm -hmm. wasn't just a hack and slash. You know what I mean? 
a con- another continuation of the right. story. It was almost like a rebirth, you know? It gave you a like whole a new different game. style of how to play God of War. Now. New story, new everything was new. Yeah. Just the You just had the character, just the, the same character, character but it was a whole and the same world. myth. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Damn but man. it was like all new. Mm-hmm. I agree, man. Like I just think they're undervaluing that. Um or uh, you know, or just stop trying to create these killers. You know, stop trying to create this Fortnite killer or this killers, this, yeah, uh, Halo killer or this whatever killer. You know, oh, I'm gonna make the game that's gonna shut down Overwatch and they're gonna play my game instead. You know what I mean? And it's like, just create a, a whole new thing. You know what I mean? I agree, man. There's so many different uh, story story based games. They they take little aspects from, you know, some of the other ones, but it's an all new original story. And if you love that story then you're going to love that game. You know I agree, I mean? dude. We're so excited for Stray. I mean... it's just out of the box. It's, it's just... This is super cool. I'm excited for it. It's just like... Why you I just wish there was more That'll of that. look fun. Like, why I, I want to play with cat? Oh, this bitch got puzzles. Oh, you doing combat too? You got... Oh, you uh, doing this? Laser beams? And... Yeah, yeah. It's like, wow, okay, this is really this neat. Like, yeah. yeah let, me, let me look more into this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that's all we got for you guys today, uh, this week. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Um, if you commented, we appreciate you. If you haven't commented, what are you doing? Do it now. Um, smash that like smash button. Smash the like button. Smash the subscribe button. If you've already subscribed, go to somebody else's YouTube. Get on their account. Go to our page and have them subscribe. Just because. Just grab somebody's phone and be like, hey, let me buy your shit real quick. Go in there. Boom. Hit subscribe. We appreciate it. Um, until next week, uh, hopefully we'll hear some uh, some news about Mark uh, when he's coming back to the podcast. Um, but, yeah, until then, we'll catch you guys later. Deuces. Peace. See you. I love you, me.